What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's Batman in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every theatrically released Batman movie, including Catwoman. Uh, as always, I'm yeah. Tim Geddes, joined by Andy Cortez. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't looking at myself in frame at the beginning. Uh, so now let me just let me just you know kind of make Scooch myself... over a little bit, man. Take yeah. your time. There it's you all go. good. Go. I'll, I'll we got nowhere to else. be. We got nothing to do. There you go. We got the commissioner, Greg Miller. Get me Batman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? We have Kevin Coelho. It's funny you didn't do it, Gordon. Oh, okay. Hard pass. <laughs> you can't pause that long, Kevin. Yeah. I introduced Kevin, you. There's a delay, guys. There's a delay. No one else has it. It's weird. It's really weird. Uh, anyways, this is Batman in Review. You can watch live on twitch.tv slash games, or you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can get the show ad-free by going to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like our Patreon producers, James Davis, at James Davis makes Andrew Feisner, Jeremy, the Zook, Zuccarello, and the Simply Sassy crew. Thank you all for your support. Uh, speaking of support, this episode is brought to you by HBO Max, Honey, and Manscaped. But we'll talk about that later. Real quick, some housekeeping for you, Andy. You want you want to pip out something? Maybe something you're doing on Twitch tomorrow. Tomorrow, me and Nick playing that Black Ops, playing that Black yeah. Ops Cold War at yeah. 11 a.m. after Games Daily, oh. right here, same right here in this place, right here, right here in the place. Channel. How many W's going to get? All of them. Wow, oh, everyone. All the well, W's. Not a, Someone just it's not a battle royale, so hopefully people. Oh, so there's no winner. Incredible. So there's no winners. It's team. People, no I mean, one wins. Greg, I, I know you don't know what it's like to win as a team because you're always a fucking lone soldier, lone, lone wolf. wolf. Out he lone wolf's it. Growing, growing a mustache. I'm a lone soldier. Today, we are talking about the Lego Batman movie released February 10th, 2017, directed by Chris McKay. He's best known for directing and editing three seasons of Robot Chicken, which makes mm. a lot of sense for this, sense, and two yeah. seasons of Moral Oral. Kev? You're a big moral oral fan, aren't you? No, I'm not. No, I think your brother really? is. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought you loved it. I've never seen moral religious, oral. That little religious kid. Yeah, I've seen like moral oral is one of the many Adult Swim cartoons that you've seen one episode of and realized this isn't for me. And that was me pretty early. <laughs> I was like, nah, I get what they're moral going for. Oral. I'm good. I'm good. You know what this is? That sounds nasty. Oh, wait, you know what? Kevin just likes oral oral. No, you know what? You're right. I do like this. The anime, the. Is it claymation? claymation? Yeah, claymation show. Oh, I hate claymation. It's terrifying. Oh, I, I love it. claymation. The I devil's find it work. very, very. He cool. worked as an animation co-director on the Lego Movie in 2014 with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. He made his feature film directorial debut with this, the Lego Batman movie, and he is attached to direct a live-action Nightwing film. Ooh. Let's see if that ever happens. Yeah, it doesn't look great. A- a budget of $80 million, box office of $312 million, runtime of an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, in terms of awards, not looking too good. Many people thought this would be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, but just like the original Lego movie, it ended up being snubbed. That made people mad enough, but they were even madder when the film The Boss Baby was nominated despite its heavily mixed to negative Hell reception, yeah. falling yeah. short of this film's Great highly film. positive Our reception. Problem. Classic. No, the boss baby. The boss baby. I'm We're hearing echo again. Echo, by the way. Yeah. It, it sounds, sounds like yeah. It sounds Tim's like in a stadium. I was gonna say Tim's like oh, today. I feel like I'm the luckiest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, Lego Batman. I want to start with Greg Miller because uh, you didn't like this movie the first time you saw it in theaters. Correct. What yeah, are your I remember. Now? I remember being next to Kevin and he fell asleep during it. Uh, I still don't like this movie. And, I, and it's that thing is like, I don't mean, I don't, this is not, I don't want to do a character thing. I don't want everybody coming after me. I don't want to get everybody on this show turned against me. Like, I'm glad you enjoy it if you do want, just in general, right? And I guess I've made that bed, right, Andy? What are you going to do when I knock at the door? You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> sure the wolf, is that your door? Uh, yeah, no. I just, I do not, I do not jive with this film at all from the get-go and from all the way through it. And it's not, and it's like, I don't. I was. Try, I've been trying, obviously, knowing you would get to this point in the show, and you would ask me what I thought of it at some point. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about like how to do it, and the best I can come up with is I just don't think it's it's not Lego enough, and it's not Batman enough. I feel like this. And I feel like the, the 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 movie makes a lot of jokes at times, right? About like 
oh, it's just it's just people cosplaying or whatever, right? Like, I, that's what I feel like this is. I don't feel like this is a Batman movie. I feel like this is people, a whole bunch of celebrities, and like it feels exactly what it probably is, right? A bunch of celebrities got together with a, who are all friends and a bunch of their friends and wanted to make this Lego Batman movie. And I think at some point they were like. We don't have to go all the way in on it being Batman. Like we don't have to get nerdy about it. It can just be that it is all the because obviously it's the Batman characters and it's Gotham City and like you know blah blah blah. But like I play it and I'm just or watch it I should say, and I just feel like it's heartless. Like I just don't ever connect with it. It never really? gets in. I like I think the ending's cool. Like I like the ending of them all together and you know coming together. But again, it's like that's an hour and forty five minutes of me being like, all right, cool. Like like I just feel like it's never pushed to the limits it could go to. I I don't think that. There's, I don't think it's funny enough with the Batman Joker relationship. I don't think it's funny enough with the Alfred Bat- Bruce relationship. I don't think it's funny enough with the Robin Batman situation. Nick, it, that's interesting because, like, okay, so I, I I did not like the Lego Movie, um, and I think that it wasn't because of the story. I just I just was really off put by the frenetic pace and the style of it, and I just was like, I don't I don't this is not for me. I understand why people would like it, but it wasn't for me. So going into Lego Batman, it was very trepidatious the first time I watched it. And I feel like I watched it on a plane sitting next to Andy. I can't remember. Maybe that's not the same one. But like I just was – I just laughed my ass off through this whole movie. And I thought – I think the reasons why I liked it was all the reasons, Greg, you might not have liked it because it was lighthearted fair, because it did poke fun at the series. But I'll disagree with you on one point, which I do feel like it has a lot of heart. I think at the heart of this story – is that he it is like you know there is an inner need of this character to have a family again and i think they did that very very well and they took that part at least quasi seriously so that at the end when he does put the team all together i found it pretty pretty validating and i'm just a sucker for michael Sarah. i'm just a sucker for him michael Sarah's great nick when yeah. he give goes, me, when I give me your favorite part he's like can you be quiet when i desire to be <laughs> <laughs> kevin it's so uh, funny kevin uh, what, what do you think yeah, I fell asleep the first time I watched it. This time I stayed awake the entire time, but it just it, not for me. It's just really? uh, honestly the, my problem with it is it feels very much like a kids movie and like too much like a kids movie where yeah. they're going for all the dumb jokes and it's just yeah. like all right, I wish I, they had tried a little harder. There were some moments that they got me, but those were far like and uh, few, few and between. between. Yeah, that's it. I you just like that it. everyone thinks Batman's an asshole in this. Like the Justice League parts. First off, shout out to Channing Tatum playing Superman mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Come on, Greg. If that didn't, I didn't get like you, that. I didn't like that, that at all. That bothered me quite a bit. Oh, I'm just I'm blown away that anybody cannot like this movie. I think it's so it's inoffensive. So I think the humor works so much. I until you mentioned the part that Chris McKay worked on Robot Chicken. While watching it, I just kept thinking, man, this is a much better robot chicken. Like, the robot chicken jokes never hit for me. What? But so many of these jokes But the pacing of it, too, right? And I'd be like, the pacing of it is robot yeah. chicken. Where it's um, bam, but, bam, but bam, bam, think, bam. I just think the humor here is just a lot more clever. And I think a lot of it has to do mm. with the actors chosen. And I love all the breaking the fourth wall stuff. I, I love the quiet moments where you are, you know, you're meant to sit there with the awkward sort of loneliness of batman in his house microwaving lobster and then typing in the 20 minutes stupid like all those little (laughs) all those little moments like that i just i i love i just i love this movie i think it's so clever and funny and see i the actors chosen are fine i the only problem i have is i'm not a hundred percent in on michael Sarah. i think he's great like 60% of the time, but I, I feel like he's the only issue I have with this movie. He's so Michael Sarah the entire time. He's great. See, I'm I'm with you, Andy, that I do think the when it is, you know, we go through the entire opening, right, and all this crazy stuff, and then Batman comes home to be alone. I do love all that. I do love how they play with that and let that breathe. I feel like where the movie falters for me is similar to what Kevin was talking about, where I feel like it is, and, and this is obviously no fault of, fuck me if it's if this is what they designed for, but I'm here talking about it, right, and why I don't like it, is I do think it's aimed at kids, which comes down to this weird repetition of jokes and things that I don't find interesting. Like the like Batman being this, like, nope, 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 and throwing tantrums and rolling around the stairs and stuff. I'm like, funny. For me, me, I roll my eyes at it. Like, I don't like that. And, like, you know, uh, you're saying, uh, t- or Nick, you said earlier, you know, like, 
maybe I didn't like it because it pokes fun at the source material or something. I wish they did more of that. I wish this was lampooning Batman because when they go through and Al- Alfred in the beginning is like, oh, I've seen you have a mood like this before in 2016 and they roll through every theatrical Batman yeah. and have a thing in there. It's like that I like a lot. I wish they were leaning into that, but I feel like they dialed it back to be more, what is the... What is Batman? What is something that even every 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 loose I'm using loose, but every kid would know about Batman? Let's just use that and do stuff with it without ever really getting into it. And I think That's the Joker even complicates it more, where it'd be funnier if it was about him being super lonely. And I mean, obviously, the Joker's gonna be the bad guy that motivates the whole thing. But give me more with him and Michael Sarah mm-hmm. and Alfred, and if not more, give me what you already have, but truncate it down. The fact that this is an hour and forty five, like when I, I, when it was going, I was like, oh shit, maybe I read this wrong, and I'm enjoying it more. And I paused, and it was like thirty minutes left in the movie. Like, oh fucking, all right, let's go. Man, I, I love this movie, and I think that from the get go, it is fast paced, and I I'm, it keeps that pace up, and I'm entertained the entire way. Like this movie is just pure style, and it backs up that style with as much substance as it needs. Like, it, like I don't think this is a 10 i don't think that this kind of has like all the heart and all the stuff it's like but it doesn't need to because it shoots for the moon and i think it gets there more often than not it is shotgun approach of jokes and i think that more jokes land than that don't by a large margin and i think even the ones that i don't think are funny it's like i i'm sure someone else out there does think they're funny i don't think that any of them truly are like oh fuck this sucks like i never cringed during this entire movie and on top of that i think the the action scenes are fantastic the style of the the lego movies is just so cool and unique and amazing and i think that the batman elements to it like they really committed in a way that the opening scene is thrilling and so engaging and the the lego-ness of it like greg was saying that you don't think it commits enough to batman or lego i think committed to both perfectly where it wasn't too far in either direction it was mm-hmm. enough to allow the two to work so that this is a lego batman movie not needing to be one of the other two because the the what was it called the scuttler was dope as fuck yeah, like kind of cool that thing was cool and if, if, the way that it moved and the way that it looked was awesome and it felt authentic to this batman character and i love how meta this movie is and i love that we just spent the last eight weeks watching these batman movies and like it kind of feels like a reward for all that stuff i agree with you greg it doesn't go too deep with any of it but i also don't think it needs to like i think that it, it, it's kind of just it's about references it, it literally just is about like oh yeah i know that and i know that and i know that but it's more than just Batman. It's also celebrities. It's also the history of all this stuff. It's also Legos in general. And I love that this movie ends with them going to the Phantom Zone and getting out all the bad guys from other franchises. I love like it. I was it's just, just this that. movie just escalates in a way that like surprised me as it went on. And I love that so much. There's a, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for any time they're available to go deep into the like the Warner Brothers catalog or or a studio can do that. And the fact that they got like Voldemort and Sauron and all of these Shaw. classic, yeah, all these characters. Um, I just I'm a, I, I thought it was fun. And, and again, See, Greg, I understand why I understand your criticism with it. It is lighthearted fair. This to me is a nice welcome, just break and silliness. And it's a fun for me. It's a fun, quick hour forty five. Do I think it's anywhere near as good? as batman begins or the dark knight we'll have to decide at the end of the show but, but <laughs> well it's funny me, you say like they go deep enough in on um, warner brothers stuff right because i didn't like that and i thought they didn't go deep because when these people pop up i'm like oh this is just literally the lego dimensions cast like i played through this in lego dimensions even with the uh doctor who exterminates even though the joker line of ask your nerd friends is great when they it's pop great up. but, but see, that's robot. Me, is i think that that joke is like that's the con that's the level that we're at with this and like i think the movie commits to it because uh you know a lot of people didn't play lego dimensions i don't know if you you know no no i know that i'm not saying that i'm just saying that that. the the the, 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 i don't think the bench is deep is what i'm what i'm driving at well the bench might not be too deep in general in warner brothers because i don't know how how much of, of the comic book fair style stuff they've done before but i mean you know i think they made some i mean i think I think it struck a nice balance for me of we're making an, a, a kid's film. It is a kid's film. But mm-hmm. there are there was enough for adults or there was enough references that I got that I was like, oh, I should get this. I am a 40-year-old. I do remember watching the 66 Batman and seeing the shark repellent thing being a joke. And like I don't know that kids would get the shark repellent joke, but they put that in there for us, for people who are like, yeah, what a useless thing. Oh, no, it's not useless. They had kind of a fun payoff at the end. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I never looked at this movie as sort of being – anything other than okay this would be entertaining for at a to a certain level but to me it does cross that threshold from going from from a kid's movie to being like oh this is actually they're trying to tell a story with a little bit of heart here you do have a character arc with batman where he does kind of start off as an egotistical asshole and then by the end of it learns something and i think that's cool and i don't think you see that a ton of times in even some of the more recent dc movies so kudos to them for doing that 
You guys are talking about the kids movie stuff. It's funny that you're saying that as a negative because watching this, I was like, I literally said to Gia, I'm like, if I was a little kid when this movie came out, this would be my favorite movie of all time. Mm. Like, it's Absolutely. so fucking cool I mean, and fun. The fact and that like, he's in the 89 Batman costume the entire time makes me just <laughs> automatically want to put this in number one. Yeah, it's just like the idea of like, Le- there's nothing cooler than Legos, period. I think that this movie kind of fulfills that promise of just like so much shenanigans so much happening and especially when we get all the cameos of everyone else at the end it's, or not even the end it's like throughout the movie it's it's really cool i i mean i i feel like we keep on hitting this kid angle i think this movie is i, I don't know the humor of it reminds me a lot of like a will ferrell movie like the though that type <laughs> of humor of just like the silly non sequitur stuff i i don't I don't know watching this movie i didn't think oh this is good for a movie that's mostly for kids like i, I think the humor still worked a lot for me um that's and cool. and i and i agree tim i don't i i didn't really there may have been one or two moments that i was like uh that joke just didn't age well because of you know because it's hitting on some sort of pop culture thing at that time at that place in time or whatever but <laughs> i still Michael think jackson that's, references I, in this <laughs> I, <laughs> this I, is very weird like i mean just sitting there watching jerry Maguire, like all that stupid shit it just i think but even the, that, i think the humor is a lot moment. less for kids than yeah. than i was led on to believe i, I think yeah. it is a very very huge very fair. adult type humor it's it's so interesting because like i i was trying to like i was like this is the only thing i'm gonna watch right now i'm gonna just chill it was after we played Fortnite. And then I got to the point where I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to play, like, I'm going to turn on Assassin's Creed and not, like, listen to music, but, like, you know, not have headphones on and just have it muted and run around and do a couple little things. Because, like, so much of their jokes are just making me go, like, oh, that's, that's the joke they went with, huh? You know, it, it, I, yeah. that's, I, I constantly had that feeling. Yeah, I think it's just a tone issue where, you know, yeah. like, I think, uh, and I, I may be getting you wrong, uh, Tim, but I think you said, you know, nothing, in the, none of the jokes were cringeworthy or whatever. Like, for me, it's the opposite. Like, the opening of the movie is nails on a chalkboard of Batman narrating, like, black screen. I don't oh, know what on. Rat Pack does. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Like, this is <laughs> no a movie way. I am already so not here to enjoy. Bad take. <laughs> I, I get it. No, 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 I get it. I mean, listen, like, this this is definitely, I mean, like, again, I have a lot of these criticisms. If you were if we were doing the Lego movie, I'm sure I'd get torn apart from my, my my views on that i just did not like the style of that and and for you for me and this one you have to vibe with the style for me will arnett and that black screen that one moment that first second you hear his voice black screen oh great movie star i was like all right i'm in this one got me that got a chuckle out of me and it put me in the right mindset to enjoy the sort of like surface level silliness of the jokes and, and greg you brought that part where he's throwing a temper tantrum and, and the animation where he's just flip flip great flip, animation flip, 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 i mean the flip, movie's flip, flip, gorgeous you can't that gets that. me every single time and andy i thought about you because we talked about ray tracing a lot in our last stream and i was like wow they got all this look at all the ray tracing that's happening yeah a lot, lot of great shading a lot of great uh, they had a lot of rtx 3080s hooked up to make this all work and and i will say i thought of you a lot during this movie too nick because i thought man nick is loving every single part of this every so so much of the humor i could picture nick like sitting in an airplane and just cracking up at the like it's dumb humor a lot of it is very dumb humor but it still works uh, uh, again to tim's point way more than it does in for me and and I, i think like i just enjoyed myself a lot watching it again and Greg, what you're talking about, like with the intro stuff, it's like I, I see where you're coming from. Like, I wouldn't say it's cringy, but I see where it's like it's kind of low hanging fruit. But I think that this movie does low hanging fruit very well the entire time. And like, like it reminds it has moments of like Team America World Police. It has moments of like Robot Chicken and all the things that I very much enjoy. And I don't think this movie does anything better than any of those best moments but i think that it, it never again like i said it never feels cringy it's kind of like okay this is what this movie is and if you kind of like enjoy it for that it's really good but it's like if you're like oh this is the funniest movie ever no it's not but i think that it is a very consistently funny movie which for a comedy movie is really all you can ask for Greg, you're gonna tell me when they pulled the costumes out and he was like that's for reggae man you didn't laugh at that <laughs> No, Nick, I didn't laugh at that. <laughs> Let's get to the plot. Plot time. I'm just going to let him go. 
Alright, so this is a uh, Lego Batman movie, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you, we already said, you open with Will Arnett's Batman narrating all the screens that pop up. Uh, from there, uh, it's a rainy night in Gotham City, and there's this uh, big old plane being flown by two best friends coming in, and it has all sorts of bombs and horrible things on it. And so they MacGuffin Airlines. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's uh, great. I love that. great. <laughs> they radio the tower to see if it's okay for them to fly by, and the tower looks around and talks to everybody in the thing, like, yeah, we don't see why not go for it uh at the same time a joker goon helicopter lands on top of the the uh, airplane and they bust in to get all the bombs and stuff and so they start going in there and taking people out and yada 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 and then to the cockpit comes the joker and he's like i'm here to take down the plane and i'm gonna you know blow up gotham city and the pilot's like but are you really <laughs> and he's like what do you mean he's like batman stops you batman's gonna stop you he always stops you and he starts making references to you know stuff like the prince parade and stuff and you're like ah we know that reference because we've been doing interview um however then you know joker boots him or whatever takes over the thing he's gonna blow up the thing uh city starts panicking uh they reveal their plan is gonna go to the what is it the power plant the hydrogen plant or whatever and they're gonna put all the explosives on the side of that they're gonna blow it sky high all the villains are there they're all doing shit then you got we got two-face we got clay face we got through a whole list of people they get and of course they get down to condiment king and he's like you're making some of these up and he's like no these are all real probably it's worth great. Google. Man, I love that Google. shit, man. It's so like I love how deep they go with all the with the bad guys and make fun of it. It's funny. That's the first time I learned there was a polka dot man, actually. Yeah, there you go. Um, of course, they're all freaking out because they want to know where Batman is. Uh, Batman isn't there. Uh, he, you know, Commissioner Gordon's. He's flipping out. Uh, he's got his little signal button. It doesn't work though, right? And uh, they're like, "All right, cool. We're gonna do this." And they, he wants to see the mayor. Like the mayor needs to go be a part of this. That thing. So the mayor goes over there, and there's still Batman. Or he's panicking, and the mayor goes in there, and the mayor Who, takes who's off. Who's the mayor? Who's the mayor it's voiced Batman. by? Batman. What well, is Batman? Batman? But it's also Mariah Carey. Gotcha. It's true. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is but, I mean, outside why? of like Will Arnett and Michael Sarah and Rosario Dawson, I guess. This is, I think, the key one of those like total wait, who is that? Like I know I should know that person, but I don't know that person. Like I had to look at IMDb. Oh, Channing Tatum. Okay. All of the people are awesome. There's just like the voice cast of this is ridiculous. Just all the friends that they that you could tell the Kimmy Lord Schmidt and like Miller the like putting film. in their I know Lord and Miller didn't like fully direct this or, or write this or whatever but it just feels like it's all their friends <laughs> yeah oh, definitely billy d williams is two-face love it uh, that's, that's great. great uh so from there though uh the mayor reveals her herself should be batman batman starts kicking the shit out of everybody as one does uh the thing's gonna blow up but he's got to you know deactivate it but he's fighting everybody he's running around doing stuff and he's blowing things up and things are going on and then joker tries to leave and this is when batman gets caught between him and the the thing and he's got the two grappling hooks and this is where joker lays out his uh, plot line for the movie of being like oh you know I, you know blah 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 and your greatest enemy and batman is like wait what did you say and he's like oh you know think about the bomb he's like no the thing before that you know, this that and i'm a greatest enemy he's like you're not my greatest enemy who's your greatest enemy right and he's like superman he keeps going back to superman, superman. Uh, <laughs> uh, but eventually he lays it out He's, he's fighting multiple people he's not in an exclusive relationship fighting anybody uh this breaks joker's heart of course uh, he gets the really sad teary eyes which is cute of course all the time yeah you uh, don't matter nothing matters to me i don't care about you i don't know whatever yeah, yeah exactly he just keeps on like, like digging the knife deeper it's like working with greg miller exactly yeah. i could i could replace any one of you you know what i mean like that you tell me so you know, fast. a second so, so fast right there yeah except probably kevin that's somebody Thank would need you. to learn Thank a lot you. of stuff to make kevin's shit emily taught there half yeah. the stuff exactly yeah. that's the smart that's how you yeah. keep a job i appreciate it uh batman let's go the joker he falls back down everybody's panicking outside of gotham or in gotham i should say because they already had it on the news that if this was to blow it would break Gotham in two parts and everybody would tumble into the endless abyss below them right because they're playing with the idea of course that they are legos, legos being built yeah. on a playset, very similar to lego the movie right where it was will ferrell's kid or whatever building the whole world but we never get a real life spoilers. thing here spoilers um so it should go off it doesn't go off what happened it was batman yay batman batman comes out and everybody's like fucking batman rules and they've got batmania signs and like batman's the best yeah i love batman <laughs> and batman's like i am the best the merch the merch gun the merch guns the orphanage so batman gets ready to leave and he's like let's swing by the orphanage say hey to all these kids uh give them something outside is a, a young dick grayson uh watching all this hat they're waiting for batman batman shoots over the kids rush out everybody gets merch gun except uh, dick grayson uh the news report happens again of 
you know, you know, wow, Batman saved the day once again. I'm sure he's going home to celebrate with his family or whatever. Instead, we get him going into the cave, this giant cave all by himself. Password for it, Iron Man sucks, which is a pretty great. That is a pretty great joke right there. Uh, but it's a complicated system for him to walk in there. He t- starts talking to Pewter, who is just Siri, of course, on an iPhone. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Alfred's upstairs doing some cleaning. He left a lobster thermidor in the fr- uh, the fridge for you. Oh, my favorite. Uh, and then we get the scene like Andy was talking about of, you know, him putting. Well, he, first off, we get him putting on the smoking jacket robe, right? And then, yeah, going up there, getting the lo- lobster thermidor, eating it all by himself in the water, surrounded by his bat boats, uh, going watching Jerry Maguire all by himself in his giant theater and just being a sad sad boy because he's a sad batman but we don't you know he doesn't even really know he's sad batman to that point at I some just, point and it, it's all the little stupid things again the microwave thing is just like a dumb that i would have added if i were kind of making this yeah like have him struggle with the microwave and then going to and hitting the wrong video so it's like oh that's the wrong one yeah yeah <laughs> like, I just, a lot of playstation I, noises there too <laughs> yeah, yeah which is I, weird i love yeah. that shit oh yeah the, the hey, for the kids yeah, for the, the kids you know the wrong thing you're right you're right yeah uh at some point he goes back to you know the the middle of wayne manor to look at his family portraits or whatever and he's looking at the selfie he took with his mom and dad outside the monarch right before they got murdered uh and so while he's doing that alfred comes up behind him he knocks down alfred alfred gets back up uh and he's like oh this is the joke i was talking about we've seen this before and he runs through the you know laundry list of the movies that he's been in and things there uh and you know that you know basically you need to open yourself up to loving again kind of thing and you need to open yourself up to having a family and all that jazz yeah nick now alfred of course played by ray fines in this who mm-hmm. also played voldemort and for some reason they didn't get him to voice voldemort in this movie yeah <laughs> more money i wonder if there's like a contractual thing i don't know i always but thought it's that both but wb's like, right yeah I feel like that yeah. would have helped i would have thought they would have allowed him to go and do that maybe they just thought it'd be even funnier to have him not do that but i, I swear <laughs> the first time i watched it i was like oh it's so cool they got him to do both voices and then i looked it up and no, it was eddie izzard, that eddie did both izzard. Voices, oh, yeah, oh wow which is funny yeah You're a funny guy um so they have this conversation and finally he's like you know i'm going to bed he's like no you're not and he opens the thing and it's it's light outside and he's like, you got to go to this uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon's retirement party. And he's like, I don't want to know what he eventually goes. And so he gets into the the the, the car and he's in his Bruce Wayne suit, but still in his Batman helmet. And eventually he t- tell you know, Alfred convinces him to take off the bat- Batman helmet. And then he shows up there and he's being Bruce Wayne about it. And he's like, all right, paparazzi, you get three poses. And he does three different poses. And then he goes on inside and starts mingling and mixing around you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh dick grayson's there because the orphans are doing the like uh acquired business dude uh, he- and it's hilarious the fucking choir got me man it's just so funny these orphans are funny and then uh, and then the, you get the i mean for of- the record orphans usually are you get yeah. the line of, hey, I'm Richard Grayson, but the kids Nothing in school call me that. Dick. Well, kids can be Kids rude. can be cruel. That's, <laughs> <laughs> of course, after yeah, Dick Grayson sees Bruce Wayne, he runs over and introduces himself. They start talking. That's what's happening. Uh, Dick is laying out the plan to be adopted here by Bruce Wayne. Uh, Bruce is, starts off listening, but then gets distracted by the one and only Barbara Gordon showing up. Uh, he falls in love with her. He says yes to everything Dick says, which one of the questions being, would you adopt me kind of thing um i'm sure meanwhile while this is happening by the way we've already cut away to the joker and his goons where joker's talking to harley and expressing the fact that he isn't batman's greatest villain so she's like you know what you should do is you know go away for a while prove that he needs you he's like oh that's really interesting but uh however back there though uh commissioner gordon gets up to you know maybe say goodbye to being commissioner gordon uh and then they introduce the new commissioner the new commissioner is barbara gordon she gets a cool montage video of her learning at what is it uh fbi harvard or harvard the harvard of police school harvard of police <laughs> It's so funny. Uh, so it's a montage of her doing shit, and then she comes out and she announces she's going to be, uh, you know, the commissioner. And then she lays out her plan of like Batman Gordon. isn't that great? Was yeah, the, we got Phoenix. Um, I was just going to say when when the Joker scene was that's when he's watching Superman on screen about the Phantom Zone stuff, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, Superman's that's like, when, odd. We go way back, man. We we've had some, we've, been, we've had some epic villains. Or battles, I wouldn't yeah. be Superman without Zod. He's, yeah, so see, he, he's like, see, he gets it. Yeah, <laughs> great point. Uh, and so yeah, then Barbara gets up and lays out her plan that you know Batman's actually not that great. Like Batman's been doing this for how many decades? And you know Bruce Wayne, of course, hooting and hollering for Batman in the crowd, uh, and in we still have crime we still have a lot of crime actually so she's doing this new plan not to get rid of batman but to integrate batman into being uh, a police officer with them kind of thing so Where- with the, a little factor with the batman stuff that's pretty cool is uh this is when barbara was like oh yeah he's been doing a long time whatever and they do another kind of quick 
montage of all the the old moments uh-huh. so uh in order of appearance here we got the batman v superman dawn of justice dark knight batman the animated series batman the dark knight returns part two the animated yeah. version of it there's a reference to that uh oh, super yeah. friends from 1973 yeah. batman the movie from 1966 batman number nine detective comics number 27 and then the batman serials uh the last two are notable for being the first comic of batman and the first adaptation of the character into other media <clears throat> Uh, so her plan is to integrate Batman into being part of the uh, GCPD and, uh, Bruce Wayne's like, what? And he does the, the, the spit take, uh, joke twice there, uh, one off camera, which I appreciated. And, uh, while they're laying all this out, uh, Joker and the goons show up, uh, everybody's panicking or whatever. Batman or Bruce Wayne runs away. He jumps off the side. He puts on his cowl. He becomes Batman. I think he argues with Alfred here. Uh, he then he jumps onto a thing and does the master build thing. And that was the one I was like, oh, so this is this is like in the same universe as Lego Universe. And I, this is watching it originally, obviously, or Lego movie. Um, he does a master build to make the, this is when he makes the Scuddler, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, cool. He jumps back to the roof with that. Uh, Barbara is like, hold on. And like, she, he, you know, freeze. But then he jumps in. He's like, freeze. And he cuts in front of Barbara. And she's like, oh, and they start bickering a little bit because obviously she wants them to work together. Batman's whole shtick is that he's going to work alone or whatever. And before he can really get going, Joker's like, I'm here, you know, to, you know, take me in kind of thing and lifts up his thing. Can we, can you say that again? He says it exactly again and put, brings up his hands handcuffed. That was cute. Um, He's like, yeah, I'm here to surrender. We all are. And everybody's like, are we? Is that what we're doing? And he puts them into a box behind them with a big bow on it for the the GCPD. And so everybody starts celebrating because crime is solved now. There's no more crime in Gotham City. Wait, is this the point where he punches Bane in the face for no reason? Bane's like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> uh, and so now everybody celebrates the fact that crime's over and we get that amazing rendition of one is the loneliest number as Batman wanders around in bl- uh, black and white. He's in color uh, as, you know, Gotham City is safe and he's un- not needed and everybody's super sad about it. Yeah, they're uh, like, we're not, yeah, we don't need you anymore. Oh, I know, there's still a lot of crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> super just trying to fucking uh, battle with that whole idea. Yeah, it's so good. And so uh, from there, you uh, oh, it ends. The whole montage ends with him outside of Arkham, uh, where uh, uh, he's trying to spy on the Joker and everybody else. They're just doing uh, yoga inside, though. Uh, and then Barbara spots him from down there while they're doing the Phantom Zone, or I think it's I forget what it actually says, Phantom but it's Phantom Zone. What is like it? Phantom's own. Cleaner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's Harley uh, getting all the stuff loaded up over there, all the laundry and shit. Uh, and she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." And like they have a conversation again. He won't work with her though, even though he says he will. Kind of thing. Who was Harley? Uh, uh, Jenny? No, not Jenny Slate. Uh, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Was Jenny Slate? Yeah. Yeah, I have the IMD in front of me. Who's the voice uh, of Harley in the uh, the HBO Max show? Katie Cuckoo or Coco mm-hmm. or whatever. Coco. Coco. Oh, the girl yeah. from the Big Bang Theory. From Big Bang. Yeah. Oh. The well, you could watch Harley Quinn on HBO <laughs> wow. Max in true 2020 fashion. The holidays are going to look a little different this year. That's, That's why we partnered with HBO Max to keep the spirit of togetherness alive with their library of feel-good films for the holiday season. Uh, and we like to support all the different holidays here, just like Halloween. It was spooky. So to celebrate that, we watched The Conjuring movies, and we watched uh, Annabelle Comes Home, which you can watch over on HBO Max. Uh, But if you want to get out of that season, get into the holiday Christmas season, HBO Max has many classic holiday films streaming like Holiday Affair and A Christmas Carol, Uh, a whole bunch of other cool stuff you can check out. Go to the link below, uh, which is hbom.ax slash kind of funny morning show to get cozy at home this holiday season with a whole bunch of cool stuff to watch. Check it out, check it out at hbomax.com right now. Uh, next up, shout out to Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping that we're doing. Uh, that's why this sponsor, Honey, comes in. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically tests them when you're checking out. It's fantastic stuff. It works on every website from a Best Buy all the way to an Etsy. I've been saving a ton of money over the years. Kind of funny, saved a ton of money over the years. If you're not using this, it's silly. Don't do that. It's so easy to install and then you're just saving money. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free, two easy clicks. Then when you're checking out on one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and all you have to do is click apply coupons and then you're just saving the money. It does all the work for you. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over 2 billion in savings. Wow. It's this simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash morning. That's joinhoney.com slash morning so they know that we sent you and that you are supporting this show. Joinhoney.com slash morning. 
And finally, shout out to Manscaped. Uh, here's the deal. A lot of us out there, we have balls. Those balls grow hair. That hair can cause smells. We got to get rid of that. We got to get rid of all of this stuff. It's bad business for everybody. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past, or at least they should be. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. We're talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Nick, how many times have you been there and you nicked your balls? He's oh, it's me. I'm really well, old and arthritic. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. I'm yeah, a stupid I, moron. It looks like well, he just got back from the lots gym. Lots of times, guys. Lots <laughs> you, of times. You, yeah. Stop. You should stop nicking your balls. You don't need to do that. That's what the lawnmower 3.0 is here for. It has proprietary advanced skin safe technology. So the trimmer cuts uh, to make sure that you don't get anything cut that's not supposed to be. It's also waterproof. So you can use it in the shower and don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Get the lawnmower 3.0. Get the perfect package 3.0 to make sure that you are looking good down there just in case something happens you never know you never know get 20 percent off and free shipping with manscaped.com slash morning that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com slash morning clean up your nuts and make santa proud this year i just want to let everyone know that during that ad read mm-hmm. my adobe pdf thing crashed so I was oh, just no. I was freewheeling it. You were freeballing. Yeah, I mean that that warrants a little bit of a higher score. I that was I'm gonna be honest. Wow. Thank you. That's weird. I, I gave him nine point two last time. Hmm. Oh, really? I gave you an eight. Yeah. That was a really sneaky. That was great. I thought that was good. Tim, nine point eight. That's an eight. Honestly, ten could be. So I appreciate you, Kev. The only thing that could have made it more is if your tone had been a little bit sexier. But we'll leave that for next week. The thing is. Kevin, mm-hmm. dead on. You have to evoke emotion in me. And that one got me. I was like, oh, I was a little surprised. I also want emotion. fear and horniness. Those are the two other emotions. So tell me about it because, Nick, he, he threw to you in the middle of the ad and mm-hmm. you weren't there. So that's what drew our attention <laughs> that you you were gone. But then mm-hmm. I saw you come back and wrap a blanket around your waist. Like an old so, man. What's going on? So here's the thing. my I, I, I turned the heat on and I'm very, very cold. Um, and my wife was like, if you're so cold, why don't you do two things? One, take a blanket in there with you. And two, stop drinking ice cold Coke Zero. And I just refuse mm-hmm. to do that, Andy. Mm-hmm. I refuse to do. It. I literally got another one here with me, so that's gonna we're gonna crack that off for the, Sorry, uh, the, for the back nine of this. You're not gonna weigh him down, Andy. He's gonna do what he wants. All right, okay. all right. I gotta get caffeinated up for our stream tomorrow, Andy. Caff it up. <laughs> As the CEO of Common Sense, Andy, you can get out of here. Nobody wants your your opinion on this. I was gonna say though, Tim, that I I I want to be more surprised. And mm-hmm. as soon as you ask a question like that, I know here it comes. Here it's comes. Coming. This yeah. time it got me. This time it got I me. I feel Go like ahead. out of all this group, this guy's got the big brain right here. And I'm putting uh-huh. my brain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Also, yeah, you are. Tim, I would like to add that, that hair does not cause the smell. Just so you know. It keeps the smell. It no. locks in the smell. Yeah. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It locked in the smell. It, it doesn't. It's, it does. It's, you get the smell. Hundred percent does. This, science, this is the first stinky. time science with Kev's been wrong. It's yeah. like bacteria. It's it's the alcohol and the odor that gets on the hair. It stays there. It lives there. Takes up residence. Can't kick it out. <laughs> I think he said, "Do you ever get gum in your hair?" And then Andy, I appreciate because I I heard you see where I was going with it. Like you you saw it coming. I get it. But it's hard because we have to. It's a. It's more of a team effort than you'd expect. You know what I mean? Like you don't see people out there judging just Michael Jordan, right? For what he's doing. Like, sure they give him credit for things. Yeah, but, but it's I think, just like they have to look, give the whole team credit another, too. But I think you're athlete. playing. No, there's not. I'm just saying. It's I just think like you're you guys. Golf, you guys though. need to pass me the ball sometimes. All right. All right. Help me get that ten. No. Here's the thing: is you're the point guard. All right. You need to be the floor manager out there. You need to be calling the things. You floor need to general. be. Go- yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it's got to be. You got Kevin down on. You got Kevin down there in the paint. You need to move him around. Move him I don't around. Know what the pain is. <laughs> I'm just saying, Eddie. Like I have to ask the questions. I have to telegraph it because otherwise, yeah, it ain't happening. Like, yeah, otherwise, we'll talk. Again, about I'm I'm pretty sure you're the guy. Like this is more like a golf range situation. We're just playing golf around you, and every once in a while, you're like hole in one, and it's like that. You know. 
I think all of our sports. Have you ever played golf? Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. All in one. Continue the story. Yeah. Continue the plot. All right. So crimes eradicated. They're not working well. Batman goes back home and he's moping around about it. And you know, Alfred's like, "Oh, let people in," kind of shit. And he's like, "Also, spend time with your son." He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "You adopted a kid last night. This thing. He's been running around and he's great." And there's the footage of Dick Grayson running around the cave, saying hello to everything, including the secret camera, which is very cute. Um. But eventually, he's like, you know, Batman's like, no, there's no way I'm going to fucking do that. And he's like, okay, oops. And he hits the button to open up the Batcave holes. And then, uh, you know, Dick Grayson slides on down that pole. And he comes on it. And he's like, wait a second. You're telling me Bruce Wayne is – or Batman is Bruce Wayne's roommate? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, no, no. Bruce Wayne lives in, you know, my attic, not me in the basement. Um, and so there's this idea there. Uh, you know, he then sets up this idea of – that you know they're going to be co-parented they'll both be his dad or whatever uh this is spurred by the fact that batman sees him as a tool because he has this idea that he's going to send uh joker to the phantom zone uh just to get rid of him that way that you know everybody understand that barbara's plan doesn't work and so he needs to go to the fortress of solitude uh superman's arctic hideout to get uh the phantom zone projector to put joker in there however when they start running the numbers and things of course uh, a, a human man couldn't fit in there only a human boy could at which point he's like ah i can use dick grayson for this uh so dick of course super excited to do it uh this is when they introduce the two dads thing so that he can get permission from batman his other dad to do it uh this is when they go through the costumes to find him something they go to reggae man and, or whatever and find the he puts <laughs> it on and has the robin costume it's very cute tears off his pants very cute um <laughs> and then it's like okay let's go to uh, the fortress of solitude so they hop in the bat plane they shoot over there yep oh i was gonna say i, I love this moment because there's just a touch of the superman sound track sure oh yeah they use the arctic sound when they land yeah, yeah it's great and it's the fortress of solitude from it yeah it's so good um dick of course sneaks in through a vent uh, above the door batman rings the doorbell which is the superman theme superman opens it up and he's like oh hey what are you doing here batman comes in the turns out there's a justice league the party happening yeah there's a justice league party there for the it's the annual justice league party like a party they didn't invite batman uh you know there's a whole thing about emails getting lost and the, people just get start boogieing down or whatever nobody gives a flying fuck about batman being there uh meanwhile dick grayson is you know infiltrating to get the phantom zone projector he follows batman's instructions to the letter he gets in there and he's like i already got it all right do everything i just told you in reverse uh he gets out batman's like i'll make up an excuse to leave i'm gonna go and he just goes and nobody cares so they have the phantom zone projector now uh they're gonna take it over to arkham because they're gonna you know get rid of the joke or whatever uh they go there uh get in trouble with the guard yeah they sneak they come in it's very reminiscent of the uh, arkham asylum opening the video game of them going through the detector and all that jazz as they come in but they you know come into arkham batman's got a whole bunch of different weapons on him that he puts down on the table uh while that's happening uh robin tries to sneak in but they notice the phantom zone projector uh they all start fighting batman tells robin that these are his friends who are like uh you know they they're down to spar basically so go ahead and fight them they all fight them off uh they make their way into arkham they make their way over to joker's cell everything's getting closed but batman there's a battering to keep it open joker's like oh seems like i am a big deal that you brought me here that you know you're ready to you know do all this stuff to put me away or to send me the phantom zone i guess i'm your greatest enemy batman's like you're not my greatest enemy he zaps joker away uh joker goes to the phantom zone where kimmy schmidt is the robot welcoming to the phantom zone mm -hmm. uh she's like you know explaining what's going on here he uh, all the other bad guys show up we got the gremlins we got voldemort we got uh king kong we got the mon sea monster they all show up they're gonna eat him he's like wait i got a way to get us out of here and he, he, before he can even really lay out the plan voldemort's like we're in <laughs> you're like let me guess you're going after the hero that you don't like or whatever like that doesn't respect you we're in we'll come do this with you and he's like great that's awesome uh, meanwhile back at gotham uh in gotham uh they'd put batman and robin into arkham asylum uh lock them down because of course like you're bad guys you're doing bad things here you just broke them out you broke all the rules you broke all the laws you're not listening to us you get to stay here or whatever uh batman and robin beatbox a little bit um they're in there i'm sure they say something else too but that's the main thing of what they're doing there and they're doing just time just doing hard time nick the beatboxing yeah. stuff it's great <laughs> it's, it's the great. most nick and matt scarpino humor it's great because imaginable. you could tell, tell they spent as little time as possible developing it with will arnett basically they were just like we'll just go ahead and go and he was like okay cool it's <laughs> it's so great i don't know where it is at some point there's like a brief rap song that plays i don't remember if it was someone's ringtone or back it was somewhere around the scene anyway it's a little dicky 
Oh, was it? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, so they're locked up for all like two minutes, and then Joker comes back with all the bad guys, and they're pouring out of the ceiling. You got Sauron there, and you got all the other bad flying monkeys. You got the Wicked Witch. They're introducing everybody. I like again, like I said earlier, shout out to the joke line about the Doctor Who robots. Uh, yeah, just like British British police. robots. <laughs> Talk to your nerd friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, Barbara shows up. She's like, "You were right, Batman. Uh, you know, like we do need you. The city needs you." She lets them out, but uh, only on the condition that they work together. So. Barbara, Batman, Robin, and Alfred all team up to try to stop this. Uh, all I'm saying is, like, who, you know, uh, who, Ray finds voice to Alfred, right? Huh? I mean, come on. I, I was available. I could do my Michael Caine impersonation. Clearly, this is a different interpretation. They didn't lean it. This isn't really the Michael Caine version of it, you know? But the, but yeah. Bane is pretty much. Yes, brother. He's it's I pretty feel much. Like, what's his face? Yeah. I feel like that's, that's Bane in everything. In, in every version of Bane since no. then. It's been um, that. And oh, it's since, always, since the Dark yeah. Knight Rises, yeah. And yeah. it's been like been that, good. but like everyone picks on him is the joke. And that I fucking dig funny. it. Because that dig line is such good. a bad voice. <laughs> yeah, I think like just it's such an easy way to to get laughs. There's such easy laughs and such easy jokes, just like Tim said, like the low-hanging fruit stuff. But just having, just telling Bane to say like, say whatever in the Bane voice, I think it just it just works so perfectly in this movie to sort of humanize him and ground him and make him have just normal human being lines. I think it's like, it's so easy to make, but it works so well every time yeah. I love it. And there's, there's also just the meta commentary on the fact that everyone's been making fun of that voice for so long in real life that he's just sort of beat down by it. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just well, has a complex about it in the movie. So the funny thing there is it's Doug Benson, yeah. the comedian who, he had a long running thing where he would do Bane impressions and Bane jokes. Oh. And the directors like reached out to him particularly to like, have him voice Bane in this because of that. That's awesome. That's so really it's cool. like one day, Andy, maybe you will be like Michael Caine. Wow. Michael Caine. I felt you best to wait. I felt you. You, have to, you have to cry when you do it because you're smiling. You but like, okay. there it is. You're crushing he, it. He was yeah. good at it though, right? Like, just to be clear. Well, I mean, I'm almost like, I'm getting there. Like, oh, no. Well, Andy's like, Andy's Michael 90% Caine, of the way right there. here. I feel like you could take one of Sir Michael Caine's Academy Awards away and just give it to Andy right now. It's like, <laughs> have it as a placeholder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Great opinions. That sounds about right. Does he have a lot of Academy Awards? I'm about I don't to know. I don't know. I went out on a limb uh, on that. Yeah, one, I'm gonna look, I'm, I was going to look at it too. I was really hoping we just move on and no one would ever. <laughs> he probably He's has one, two. Oh, okay. He's one, two. He's one, two. He's best supporting one. actor for the Cider House Rules and best supporting actor for Hannah and her sisters. He was nominated for four others. God, Nick is two gods. It's crazy. You gotta just take chances, Andy. Come on, we're making just throw shit out. Swing the bat, Andy. Swing the bat without any bases. Hole in one. <laughs> so all four of them are out there. They're working together to stop all these monsters that are going on. Uh, Joker took over Wayne Manor at some point too. I left that out, I think. Uh, and Batman goes. Uh, they still know he's Bruce Wayne. Though. I forget what the explanation was for them. Uh, they go over there. They fight a bunch of people. They fight a bunch of people all over the place. And they're just fighting people left and right. They're flying around fighting people. Voldemort's doing stuff. People are fighting. A lot of fights. I think you know no this fights. is where they they're going on the bat wing ride, and this is like you know why you only put one seat in this. I only got one butt, and then which is I did not like that it. joke you at all. It right then, it's you know? so fucking funny. What are you talking about? How can you not <laughs> then, like that? But I think this is a good, this is a good scene because she was like Barbara's like I can fly the plane. He's like nope, rope's got it, and he puts yeah, the rope he puts on the, the rope on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, good job. Uh, however, of course, rope doesn't have it. Uh, they're on top of the thing fighting Alfred. The, Alfred and Robin are about to fall. He's able. To, Batman saves Robin. Then Alfred get, falls and it looks like he's going to die, but uh, Barbara takes over the bat plane and flies on down there, grabbing uh, Alfred at the last possible second, saving him. Hey, yay. Um, they all land. They're all excited to have beaten a whole bunch of the bad guys and done all this different stuff, uh, at which point Robin takes a selfie with all of them, and then Batman smiles. He, you know, He's having fun. He's actually enjoying being part of a team. Uh, then he looks at the photo and realizes, of course, that this is you know the same photo he has on the wall of his dead parents. So right there, he... Cuts some cuts it all off. Gets the whatever the scuttler or whatever it is to eat all them. Put them inside. Take them to a safe place. Uh, he's gonna go finish this on his own. They're like, you can't do this on your own. You're stupid. He's like, ah. Uh, he, but he that thing goes off. He goes off to do his own thing. 
Uh, he, you know, runs into the Joker and all the bad guys there. Uh, they eventually get the upper hand on him. Uh, they've sent him to the Phantom Zone. Uh, he lands in the Phantom Zone. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt shows up to scan him to see all his bad stuff. And this is, you know, fun because she scans him and she's like, you're not a traditional bad guy, but you do, you're, you do bad things. You, you, you dress in black and the voice, you're a bad guy. It's like, no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> They scan through all the things, and it's mainly him being mean to his friends, right? Not listening to them, wanting to put Dick Grayson in, in, in trouble, being mean to Alfred. And he's like, what would you know about raising a sur- surrogate son? Uh, and he's like, oh, fuck, man, I am bad. You know what I mean? And then he looks around, and he's like, listen, if you can send me back, I can get all the criminals back in here. I can get all the bad guys back in the Phantom Zone so you don't get in trouble with your boss uh, by midnight or whatever it is. And he's like, and she's like, even you. He's like, even me or whatever. It's like, I'll get everybody back. You have my word. So she sends him back. Uh, he... Starts. He saves uh, Barbara at some point or whatever. She's not s- thrilled to see him. Uh, they, you know, they just got screwed over by him. But then he admits that yes, he does need them. He does. You know, he's he's afraid. You know, he had said earlier. Of course, Batman isn't afraid. He says he is afraid. Of course, of you know having a family and losing them kind of again. And it's this heartwarming moment uh, where they then go out as a unified team to kick the shit out of all these guys. Also, you know, they has, Joker has an army. What are we gonna have? Uh, they let all the rogues gallery out of Arkham to work with them because, of course, if there's nothing, then there's nothing for them either. And Joker said me. I think it's Bane maybe who even says Joker said mean things about us like. <laughs> One of the guys is just like, Joker was mean to us, so we're going to fight too. And that's exactly one of those. That's exactly one of those lines. Like, just have Bane Bane say anything normal, and it's like, it's made to be funny because it's Bane. But it's also, yeah, like, he's this huge guy that's constantly being like, everyone's just mean to him. Yeah. So anytime he's like complaining, like, well, I I was just giving my idea. Yeah. Like, all right. When they were leaving really, Arkham, they had the idea of that. Like everyone's like, "Let us out, we can help you." And Batman has that one line where he's like, "What a, a, a movie about a bunch of bad guys being like getting together to do some good? What a stupid idea!" Yeah, <laughs> that's like a, that's a subtle that's dig great. on Suicide Squad, right? I, I really like subtle. Yeah, uh, the different uh, the bat symbols in the sky. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that might be later. It might be around here. I don't remember. No, it's right here. It's when they I, unify. I, again. I, I enjoyed that. It's like that. Like to me, like that's the level of what this movie is, and it's just like it's the the good chuckle. And I like, you know, uh, this is where we get the introduction of the Batgirl suit and, and Nightwing uh, for Robin and all that jazz. They put on all their different suits. Or maybe that was earlier, actually, for Robin and Bat, uh, 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 Alfred putting on the 66 suit. Doesn't matter. Uh, they all go off and they all go to fight everybody and stop it. But guess what? They can't stop it. Uh, the explosion goes off. It fractures Gotham. It all starts tearing apart. Uh, Batman gets the idea of if we all work together and take off and expose our Lego heads and put it together, we can basically be like a giant rope, like a stitch across the way. So all the heroes do that and start going, but it's not far enough. So, but on the other side of the chasm is the Joker and Batman finally, you know, opens up to the Joker that yes, you know, he hates him and needs him or whatever. And like, this is, you know, they are going to do this forever kind of thing. And so Joker, of course, does the Jerry Maguire thing of you had me at shut up (laughs) 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 and all the villains on his side go together. They connect Batman projects his voice to all of Gotham, all of them go and connect and they are able to fix the fracture uh, in Gotham to reunite the two halves and make it happen. Which I think is awesome. This is like an example to me of this being Lego enough of like actually using the Lego property to how it should be used where all of us that have played with Legos have done that with the the Lego characters of putting each minifig on top of each other. Uh, That was the plot point here. The very sort of family guy comedic beat of just one frame of... yeah, I love it. Yeah, just, I love it. I love stupid shit like that. I think yeah. it worked really well. Well done. So yeah, uh, they're celebrating. Everybody's gone back to the Phantom Zone. They were doing that as they went. Sorry, when they were fighting everybody. Um, we got a moment here where uh, Batman takes off his cowl, reveals that he is Bruce Wayne to Robin. That's very sweet. You know, you, you, you two dads or whatever. Um, and then he's like, "I gotta go now, though. I gotta go back to the Phantom Zone. You know, I gave my word or whatever." So. You know, he says his goodbyes to everybody. He levitates up there to where it should be, but then he bonks it and falls back down. And Kimmy Schmidt shows up to be like, listen, like you did, you know, you've gone above and beyond to show you're a good guy here. You've learned something, you know, everything's great. And then we get a cool montage. Everything is awesome. Yeah, exactly. We get a cool montage of uh, the Bat family now uh, racing back home. Everybody saying Iron Man sucks. Everybody having Lobster Thermidor. Everybody watching Jerry Maguire. Uh, everybody having a great time. And then the credit montage of them all dancing around and singing together in the white outfits and the stupid line of the you know the at the beginning we get the reference the the, the sort of breaking of the fourth wall like dark ominous music that you know scares executives and producers or whatever and at the end we get like the poppy song he's like 
I play the poppy or play the poppy song that executives and producers love, you know, <laughs> like I, I just love that stupid shit. It's like, oh, the you know, families will love this. This is very a uh, safe call to have a little poppy song at the end. And it's a song. Uh, is that the is this the little Dicky song or little Dickies was at the beginning? Little, little Dicky just had like a quick like 10 second thing. Oh, OK. At Gotta some point. I, just, I can't remember at what point it was in the cells. It was around the, the jail cell stuff. But uh, this song, this was Will Arnett rapping. Oh, okay. clearly. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, there you go. That's it. The Lego Batman movie. Uh, we so we didn't go for it. You made five for the first and last slide. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. Blackjack writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny to write his review in haiku form just like you can. And he says, Batman with no crime. Ensuing humor, sublime. It's bat family time. Oh, that's a good one. Tensa Zengatsu Man. Best Batman movie. Has the best Batman on screen and on screen Robin. Andrew Feisner says, Darkness, have no friends. See the value in others. Duo, not alone. That one seems really deep. <laughs> It does seem deep. Like, that, that seems like seem a real ass haiku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grant Burton says Batman is a toy and Robin is just a boy. This film brings me joy. Hey, that's cute. <laughs> and uh, Zade Wilson says Jason is like five and there's already Joker. So who's the Red Hood? We'll have to stay tuned for the Lego Batman wow. movie, too, that got announced, but then it's probably never actually going to happen because the rights of Lego switched to Universal oh, or no. somewhere else. Wait, really? Yeah. So, huh. yeah. So we'll see how that goes. What the hell? Uh, that stinks, dude. I, I was going to say earlier that uh, I, I, before you started doing the haiku interview thing, we didn't do Secret Delights. Which... Secret Delights. Batman returns to the dark night. It's got the finest secret D line. I just think it's the, the villains from the other movies showing up. I didn't expect that. The it was, the, it was, was a so secret fun. delight yeah. for me. To me, the secret delight is Michael Sarah in this. He just brings a smile to my face every time he does anything. And I know he's he, he that that's a thin line for a lot of people. But when he rips off, when he when he walks out and he still has the pants on, he's like, "Well, I guess you're still." Wearing. And he goes, "Nope." And he rips them off. Like, that's so funny. God, I, I don't know, man. This it's hard to say. I just I was delighted by a lot of this, movie. and I kind I don't know why. I just I needed this movie last night. I needed this this sort of pick me up, and it was just a good. It just. Gave him, it was I was chuckling for an hour and a half, and like Tim said, it did sort of end quicker than I thought it would. I know uh, Greg was kind of like, oh, the movie felt like it dragged on, but for me, I'd say the secret delight was the runtime where I I had that moment just like Greg did, but felt the opposite where I paused it. I was like, oh, there's 15 minutes left. Oh shit! And I, I will say the runtime was my secret delight. There you go. So now it's time to rank the theatrically released Batman movies. Kev, do you have the image prepped? Thank you very much. Number one, The Dark Knight. Number two, Batman Begins. Number three, The Dark Knight Rises. Number four, Batman 89. Number five, Mask of the Phantasm. Number six, Batman Returns. Number seven, Batman Forever. Number eight, Batman and Robin. Number nine, Batman 66. And number 12, <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> I, I mean, can I start this oh, off? Start it off, Nick. Start it off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. Just a starting bid for everyone. Right above Mask of the Phantasm. I'd put it below I, Mask of the Phantasm. I go above Dark Knight Rises. Wow. 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 Um, I, I, I tend to, I want to side with Nick here. Um, it's, it's so tough to say because obviously 89 is trying to do more as a Batman movie, right? 89 is trying to be a Batman movie and <laughs> try to have more substance while still kind of pulling off the cheesiness of a lot of the other Batman movies that we've seen. Um, I cannot put it over Dark Knight Rises, though. Oh, man, I'm stuck here. Wait, over the Mask of the Phantasm? I thought that was such a, like, cool. No, Mask of Phantasm, I think when we reviewed it, I think me and Greg felt similarly about Mask of Phantasm, where we remember it being a much better movie than when we yeah. actually saw it. Like, yes. it was always this movie that I thought growing up as a kid, that was like the gold standard for Batman animated stuff. And when, upon rewatching, I just thought, oh, that was, I don't know, just kind of underwhelming. So now let's do the vote. Uh, let's start at number six. Who thinks it's better than Batman Returns? Raise your hand. 
Oh, oh wait, Greg thinks it's even lower than that. Hold on. Greg so Stonewalling. Where, Greg, where would you put it? I would put it at number nine, below Batman and Robin, above Batman 66. Wow. wow. Batman 66 Batman and, and Robin the, again. Yes, Batman 66 and Lego Batman were both the only ones where I was like, oh, fuck, all right, is this going to go? Are we going to, can we keep going? Can we get out of this? Is this going to end? I'd like to get back to playing games. Batman and Robin is what you guys argued with uh, when you actually wanted to put it higher, I think, on the list of just like, it's entertaining. It's not good. It's, but it's like, there's a lot of colors. There's a lot of crazy action, a lot of what the fuck is going on. Like, I was more engaged for Batman and Robin than I was Lego Batman for sure. Uh, Who thinks it's better than Batman and Robin? Raise your hand. All of us except Greg. Who thinks it's better than Batman Forever? Raise your hand. All of us except Greg. Who thinks it's better than Batman Returns? All of us except Greg. Who thinks it's better than Mask of the Phantasm? Me, Andy, and Nick. Who thinks it's better than Batman 89? Just me and Andy. That means that it falls at number six, right in between Mask of the Phantasm and Batman Returns. You did it's that wrong. Five. It's it's Wait, between eighty nine it? and Mask of the Phantasm. Yep, sorry, I wrote it down in the right it's okay. place. It's okay. Uh, it's okay, Miko. So number one, Dark Knight. Number two, Batman Begins. Number three, The Dark Knight Rises. Number four, Batman eighty nine. Number five, Lego Batman. Number six, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Number seven, Batman Returns. Number eight, Batman Forever. Number nine, Batman and Robin. Number ten, Batman sixty six. And number twelve, mm. Catwoman. Uh, next week, Andy we... hit the song. Is there not a Ragu Bagu? Is there not? I thought uh, we still did Ragu Bagu on this show, but know. apparently no, let's the do Earth's it. been salted over for every podcast well, oh, within a podcast. We didn't do it. We didn't do it last week either. That was an accident. Yeah, that was right? last week was no. Last week was on me. Remember, I had to get out of here for some. What's up, I have one job on this show. I have one job on this show. Do not try to do my job, okay? Everything's off the rails, Nick. You don't even know what's happening. This is Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast within the podcast where we rank the villains of the Batman cinematic universe. I'm one of your hosts, Greg. That's Andy. That's Nick. That's Kevin. That's Tim Geddes. So we have a two for today. We need to rank Bane. And All I guess right. Catwoman, or if you want to put her in there, however you want to do that. Oh, no, she was a bad guy. Yeah, what do you, so who is, is uh, so Dark Knight Rises, we need to rank Bane. Bane and, we and need Talia. To, yeah, okay. And then we need to uh, do Joker from Lego Batman, right? Yeah. yeah. Joker so and, Green, he's the, and all the other villains. Right now, the Ragu Bagu list looks like this. Number one is Dark Knight, Joker, and Two-Face. Uh, number two is 89, Batman, Joker. Number three is Roz and Scarecrow from Begins. Number four is Phantasm. For, or, I'm sorry, Mask of the Phantasm, Joker, uh, and the Phantasm. Number five is Batman Returns, Max, Penguin, and Cat. Number six is Batman and Robin. Number seven is Batman Forever, Riddler, Two-Face. Number 66, or number eight is 66, Catwoman, Riddler, Joker, Penguin. Let's start with Dark Knight Rises. Where do you want to put Bane? What was number four again? Phantasm. And Joker uh, Phantasm. Above, above four is where I would put yeah, it. Okay. I agree. I agree with that too. Uh, Excellent. I like it. Fantastic. Like yeah, it. Me too. Okay. Concurrent. Okay, good. Yeah, good. That's easy. All right. So there you go. Number four making an appearance. Uh, Bane, which is autocorrect to Babe. So now we'll be Babe when I read it. Love uh, it. From Rises. Uh, where do we want to put rule. Joker from Lego the movie? Peter decide. See, I don't think he's that great of an antagonist in this. No, yeah. yeah. Works as sort of a... As sort of a sounding board for batman so he can go pretty low and actually uh, this was one of the only disappointments i had with this was shout out to the whole voice cast but the guy that played joker was zach galifianakis and i think he just played it straight the entire time like there's never really a i mean with the exception of the intro scene and like a little bit of pepper in there but he he kind of just is even keels at galifianakis and at one point i was expecting him to go a little bit more like lone wolf hangover but he never really did yeah i kind of agree with you nick i was pretty underwhelmed and like usually enjoying much of what Zach Galifianakis does. Uh, it just didn't really feel like Joker. Hmm. I mean, he looked yeah. like Joker, but it didn't. Yeah, there wasn't much. Uh, there wasn't much else there aside from the whole I am your number one villain. What are you talking about? Like he leaned into that side of Joker and sort mm-hmm. of that sort of fan service side of it of it. But he never really got zany or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, don't I, know. I agree. Joker was my least favorite part of this movie. So, so wait, what's I, the? Bottom? I enjoyed all the other villains, though. Like, I enjoyed that he, it wasn't just Joker. Like, it was just as much about like all the Batman villains and all the other movie villains and stuff. Yeah, but I feel like all the Batman villains, we only really saw Bane, or like Bane was the only one that had memorable moments. And then for the other guys, I don't know, like because this is a comedy movie, and I think that they played like everyone filled their role of having a funny joke, having a funny like punchline. Yeah, but like them. none of the Penguins' jokes were good, you know. Because there were a couple of penguins joke, but I remember just being like, "All right, the penguin sucks." I, 
just real quick, I want to put out the one where Batman keeps up putting where the penguins are trying to poison Ivy to kiss them. <laughs> I, just, I laugh every time. It was just like one prayer. It's so stupid. So, uh, Greg, can you tell me where who's number five right now? Number five is Phantasm. Number mm-hmm. six is Batman Returns. Number seven is Batman and Robin. Number eight is Batman Forever. Number nine is 66. I think it's above I, Batman Returns. I would put personally. it below Batman Forever. Yeah, that's where yeah, I would go too. Me too. Uh, I'd go below returns, but that sounds right. There you go. Sounds like below forever. All right. There you go. Right. Number nine, then, is where uh, Lego Batman's that. Joker goes. How about that? Next week, we are closing out uh, reviewing the movies of Batman theatrically released movies with The Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, then, after that, we will be doing a Batman in review episode where we go through our in own review? personal lists and also all of the different podcasts within a podcast to make some definitive statements. To get it out there for all the people. And, ma- and maybe I'll have a Gonzo for Gordo shirt done by that time. Whoa! You never know. No although, although I kind of want to save it for like our big January thing that it's we usually do. It's not going to do well. I, I mean, I think it, I think enough people <laughs> Dude, If you want to make it, the, make it the, the mailer for next month. Okay. And uh, this week, everybody, get hyped. Thursday, we are reviewing. Wait, this Thursday? The New Mutants. Oh, yeah. I'm actually really excited. More. Really excited about this. I'm scared. It's a scary movie. It's happening. Uh, Andy, you're going to have to go to Coachella again or whatever and not watch it like you did all throughout (laughs) The Conjuring. Um, If you guys let me know in the comments, please go to the YouTube comments. If you would buy a Gonzo for Gordo Gordo shirt. (laughs) put Dude, in the comments i will buy a free to, it's Koto free shirt. to put a comment down saying that they would buy it just yeah. to let is you it know just, andy in your brain is it just gonzo from the muppets with the gordon mustache yeah we talked i don't about, think yeah, we I'm can gonna, legally gonna, do that I'm, yeah, we can. i mean well not okay. the rooster team if we, we put it behind if we put it behind patreon we can break any law we want <laughs> 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 with that until next time <laughs> say bad times say bad channel <laughs>